This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein, here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today, we welcome back to the program John Abel from Abel Premier Pest. With the seasons changing, but not the temperature, have you noticed the mosquitoes are still out? Other pests are still a problem right now. Let's talk about what's bugging you at your house. Do we have to do that every time, Java? <laughs> really? And uh, how we can keep your kitchen free and clear when uh, the lights are off. Uh, termites, roaches, rodents, all of that. We're talking about it today. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. You know what? Uh, just because I said that, we're going to have to do a, a dumbest bug pun of the day. So if, if someone wants to call in with uh, maybe even a joke that John has not heard yet, uh, that give that a try. Maybe so, hard. You know, it's funny. We were sitting in here talking just a few minutes ago. Remember, so it's me, just some guy who works on the radio. I got two contractors and the bug guy in here. And my seat won't go back where I can rock in the seat. You know, they're like office chairs. But I could, I, I could tell they were supposed to rock. So... You know, Dell had the chair upside down with some <laughs> screwdrivers and stuff, and Jeff was going, "No, they don't change." And the bug guy says, "Hey, pull that lever right there," <laughs> and everybody starts bouncing in their seat. <laughs> there you go. We're just rocking. Now. We're all right, happy yeah. now. <laughs> so everybody's going to go to sleep by nine twenty. All right. So uh, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. Talking to John Abel again. How's it going, man? Man, it's good. Good. Uh, working. Yeah. So th- this time of year, it's 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 late September and um I've seen mosquitoes. I've seen ants. My gosh, ants everywhere. They're on the rise. I I am floored by how many ants are out there. I is it is it me or have the ants gotten worse? Uh no, not really. Uh what happens with ants, you know, during your tr- drier times, they don't bore through the soil as much because it's harder. Uh-huh. If you'll notice, when it rains, uh-huh. you have ant mounds pop up everywhere. Boom. Because it's yeah. easier for them to bore through the soil and pick up the, you know, build their mounds. Uh-huh. So when it's dry and the ground's hard, you don't see, you may see a smaller mound, but mm-hmm. once, you know, after a rain overnight, it, you know, you got a huge mound if you got mm-hmm. fire ants right. around your house. Yeah. What, okay. Well, there's fire ants. And I know we all talk about fire ants and the fact that there are fire ants fire ants however the ones that i always see are these um they're they're not the tiny black ants they're kind of like a medium-sized black ant and there's kajillions of them and then you follow them in streams of ants for 20 yards or more where they're gone out to find food or something um first of all does it do anything to to put uh like bug spray on the line of ants well usually the ones you're usually talking about the normally that we deal with are argentine ants uh they're the they're not the real small ones but they're a little they're about hmm, you know eighth of an inch or whatever uh-huh. uh but uh, those are argentines and uh normally they like to feed in your home that's the one that usually come into the window cracks and seals uh-huh. the best thing to do if you know if you you spray them with uh raid uh, all they're going to do is change direction and find a different area because you only killed about 
maybe, you know, uh, 32nd of what there is, you know. Right. So they're just going to change directions for a little while until that dries, and they're going to walk right back over again. Because once, uh, <laughs> really? once, once Ray dries, there's nothing there really? to yeah, prevent them. So uh, there are some that do have some additives in them, um, but a bait for Argentines, mm-hmm. baits are the thing that really works well. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, Avion bait is probably the best out there. On the Hang market. on, what is Avion? Advion. Yeah. Advion. What is that? Uh, it's a bait that's it's specifically for ants, uh-huh. and um, you know you can. I mean, you can get it in uh, a few areas, probably the uh, the co-op and things like that. But it's Advion bait. Combat does okay, uh, but Advion is just uh, pretty much uh, it's just strictly for that one insect, so it works pretty well. Okay. So, but but if just strictly for that one insect. Well, yeah, I mean ant. What I'm saying, you know, no, oh, you've okay. got to think ant, that not is, is Argentine ant. No, 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 just that one that one type of insect, like ants. I mean, there are okay. baits out there called uh, you got Max Force granular insect bait that works well for ants also. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, pouring gas on them, diesel and things like that. That's just a that's just for fun mix. for the rest of us. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, throwing a match to it, watching it burn. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so that's uh, pretty much temporary. So okay. Um, obviously, these things that you buy over the counter are not that potent. Um, or, or, or you just said once the raid dries up, it's just it's know. gone. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not saying that the stuff that you buy over the counter is not going to work. It's just that. Most people don't know how to use them correctly. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we just uh, kill what's in front of us. Pretty much. Right. You know, uh, like there's a, I see it all the time. There's some stuff called boric acid that people has been used for centuries to, uh-huh. to control bugs, but people use it incorrectly and say it doesn't work, but that's not the case. It's just being used incorrectly. Ah. How you know? do you use the uh, boric acid? Well, acid. Uh, boric acid, most people like pour it pour it on the baseboards and under their cabinets and it's mounted up mm-hmm. well all cockroach is going to do or ant is going to go around it wow um the best way you do it because most of it comes in a little cap a little like a tube on the end of it you can blow it real lightly and once it settles it should look like a fine film of dust mm-hmm. uh wherever you put it in your microwave motors uh it's made for like motors and uh-huh. and your electrical sockets and things like that uh to once a bug gets in there to kill it okay all right okay. We've got John Abel here from uh, uh, Abel Premier Pest, which I, I blew saying that last time you were here several times, but I'm going to try to get it right. Abel Premier Pest uh, here with us this morning. By the way, we talked about uh, giving John some sort of joke he's not heard before about bugs, and our uh, station master of puns is Kevin Farrell. So he's uh, here we go. A termite walks into a bar and says, is the bartender here? <laughs> nice. Where's my dunk, dunk Man, Java? That is so nice. Enough. All right. Bill you ever is, heard that one, John? <laughs> no, that's the <laughs> All right. Bill is on the line passing through Mississippi and wants to talk about some ants. Hi, Bill. Where are you calling from? I'm down here in Beulah, Mississippi on Highway 1 headed north. All right. Uh, I got a wife, and she's sort of like a white female Medea. And she likes to get the gun out after everything. I thought to put the gun up and get something else. Well, she found borax. Uh-huh. And uh, in uh, boratine uh, soap. And she, what she does, she puts a line of that around the house, right along the base of the house. And wherever there's a line of ants, those ants walk in it, take them back to the nest, kill all the bugs, kill all the ants. Real simple solution. Wow. So, John, is it, does it that, 
Does it fly, John? Well, I mean, boracting, you know, uh, boracting and stuff, we use that you know, normally for, uh, you know, wood infesting beetles and things. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't work for ants. I've, I've mm-hmm. used it. Uh, the only thing is it's a powder. Once it gets dry, I mean, once it gets wet, it usually clumps up. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I mean, you know, if it if it works for him, I'm not going to say, you know, that it's not. I right. mean, we just, I, I don't use it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, because of the simple fact that when it does get wet or rains, it does clump up. But, uh yeah, ants do walk through it, and they will carry it with them because they all insects, uh, you know, feed from their foot pads. They lick their feet. That's how they feed, and that, yeah. they'll pick it up, and they'll, you know, usually kill the really right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to reapply it periodically, but I, my wife swears by it. She tells me if I don't keep bore uh, team in the house, I'm toast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd keep it in there. Then don't be toast, <laughs> right? Uh, you could use, well, you know, when you're at it, you were talking about the, uh, I was talking about earlier, the uh, Advian uh, ant bait. It, it is not as messy, hmm. and uh, you put it in the ant trail, and in about two hours, the ant trail is usually gone, because uh, they, they do carry that back to the mound also. Is that like the Amdro stuff? Um you know, like the the yeah. the granule stuff that you throw out. Yeah, Amdro is a is a you know is a bait, okay. uh, and uh, uh, by a label that they take it back to the mound and it kills the the mound. Right. Um, you know, it, it's okay it, it, if it's used correctly. It, it'll work okay. I and mean, I think you have to direct it, put it directly on the mound. Uh, you know, there are things that uh, we use out there to keep fire ants from mounding not uh-huh. saying that you won't have any fire ants walk across the top of the ground but we have products that keep them from mounting that's usually most people's biggest issue with ants so let me ask a lot of these things on the front of the label say for fire ants do they work for the other ants uh yeah usually i mean if it's a beta ant will the ant's going to take it i mean if it's usually specify fire ants because that's the largest issue we really deal with on the exterior of homes is okay. fire ants fire ants uh i mean but Clearly, you don't want to carry a, a bait that smells like rotten fish in your home and spread it out, you know. So I would agree. Yeah, but okay. um, yeah, it, it it will work. Like I said, those things do work, but uh, you just have to use them correctly. All right, number to call is eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send an email fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Going to ask a question when you get back. What bug do you get the most calls about, John? And then I want to know, don't you answer yet. And then I want to know what critter people call most about. Okay. All right, there we go. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. We'll continue our discussion after the break. What bugs or pests are you having trouble with? What sprays are trapped have worked, not worked? Whatever. Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Housework. So, of course, you can answer or ask any contracting questions that you might have or do-it-yourself questions. You can join the conversation at uh, this morning at calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This morning, we've got our guest, uh, John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. And when we went into the break, John, I asked, number one, what bug do you get the most calls about? Uh, bed bugs. Bed, really? Not yeah. roaches? Uh, no. 
Not mosquitoes. Uh, quite a few mosquito calls, mostly bed bugs. Really, bed yeah. bugs. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I did. I, I was way past. I didn't call that at all. Right. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I get. I get quite a few calls a week about bed bugs. Really? Okay. So, so Java uh, is wanting to know how do you get bed bugs? Um, well, I mean, bed bugs are carried on your person. I mean, uh-huh. it, you know, if you travel a lot, you are more likelihood of, of picking them up from, you know, various uh, you know, places you stay. Let's, let's uh, be a, more, a little more clear with that. So if I travel a lot, what are the likelihood that I'm going to have bed bugs? Well, the thing is, 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 you know, because of the traffic that goes through our hotels and motels, uh-huh. uh, you know, it, you are picking up and leaving a lot of, uh-huh. You know, behind other people. Right. So, you know, it's, it's a good idea to inspect uh, wherever you're staying, uh-huh. uh, no matter where it's at. Uh, it's a good idea to inspect where you're going to be sleeping. Right. Uh, because uh, once they're first hashed out, I mean, you, they're very minute. It's hard to see. And you can carry them with you very easily. Right. Uh, and once you get them in your house, it's very expensive to uh-huh. get them removed. And it's and it's very work intensive. So, um, and, and it's... Uh, just because I get them gone this week, uh-huh. you may pick them up again next week. Oh, man. You know, and it depends on who comes to your home, too. Now, see, I noticed as soon as you said bed bugs and hotels, Jeff started scratching his arm. Because <laughs> I know it, Jeff stays in hotels a lot, and all of a sudden he just realized, uh-oh. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> now, John, do you were we... reading my mind. Right. <laughs> do we know where the bed bugs are originating from? Well, yeah. I mean, if you want the original uh, bed bugs... Um, Originated back way back when, it actually uh, came from a what they call a bat bug. Uh, bats uh, live in caves, and back when men lived in those, uh, mm-hmm. they picked up and uh, bat bugs, and they you know uh, morphed into what we call a bed bug. So we've had them for centuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where we started picking up the epidemic was uh, when we started going overseas to Iraq, and first one thing or another, because they do have a lot of issues over there. Mm-hmm. But they treat them differently because it's so dry over there. You can put your stuff outside, and in a day or two, they're, they're dried up because of hum- there's no oh, okay. humidity. But soldiers coming back and oh, yeah. contractors, and, and that's we've, we've had an epidemic for the last 10 years with them, I guess. Yeah, roll up into Mississippi nice and humid. Here we go. Yep, yep. All right, uh, let's get to the phones. We're filling up here. Uh, before we do anything, i got to talk to Scott. Scott, what is your pun about bugs today? you gotta beat, you got to beat Kevin Farrell, the pun master. Uh, all right, I'm going to try, man. All right. Man was eating soup at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. He called the waiter over and said, Waiter, what's this fly doing in my soup? The waiter leaned over and looked at the bowl of soup and said, Hmm, it appears the backstroke. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. All, right. <laughs> all right. That's pretty good. I'm going to call my 13 yeah. year old and tell her that. She's going to giggle all that's day. That's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> Appreciate it, Scott. There, we, there's my rim shot. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go to uh, Chuck now. And uh, is that is that the same Chuck? Is that our guy, Chuck? Chuck is passing through Mississippi. What's going on, Chuck? Yes, I got a problem with crazy ants. I live in Texas, and all of a sudden we have an outbreak of crazy ants. Uh oh! I want you to know that as soon as you said that, John's eyes rolled back in his head, and he just kind of almost fell off his chair. Yeah. Uh, you have a very difficult situation. Crazy ants are um, are very, very difficult to deal with. Um, 
you know, John, how do we identify a crazy yeah, ant as opposed to a different kind of ant? Oh, uh, well, the reason they got their name, I mean, crazy ants, they have their, they have longer antennas, and actually they don't go in any straight lines. They may go in circles for 10 minutes and back forth, and finally they'll make it over <laughs> to, that's what they go everywhere. They're, that's why they call them crazy ants, because they don't travel in, in straight lines. Uh-huh. In, in like normal, uh, what we say normal, like Argentine, they're all hundreds of them in straight lines. Eight crazy right. ants are all over the place, uh, and they've become an epidemic, and um in areas like the coast and in Texas, uh-huh. uh, the you know thing about it is if you got a, a pest control specialist over there that um, that could take care of the situation or look at the situation because crazy ants are something that I would say would be very difficult uh, for an individual to do on their own because of the nature of the species because they don't really travel in uh, what they call packs or in lines, uh, but you can you know use um, uh, a chemical that we use called uh, Termidor, and it's labeled for ants, uh, you know, and you can use it lightly yourself uh, as a, your own, your own property, uh, but it, it, you uh, spray it's one gallon per thousand uh, linear feet. Wow. Uh, it will, um, it will help you with the situation, but crazy ants are very, very difficult to, to deal with. We can help you control them. I, I doubt you'll be able to ever get rid of them completely. Wow. Mm, that's a yeah. statement. All right. Uh, appreciate it, Chuck. Sorry about that, man. So you can't bait them these, up. These things happen. Uh, well, you, you, there are some, some baits, but they're not really, we have, they've not really figured out that what's best for them. You know, like I said, Termidor uh, and other products are similar to it because they do have some similar products that you spray on the ground. They pick it up and they lick it. Uh, you know, off their feet, so they don't have to actually feed on it. They have to just walk across it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, crazy ants are difficult because of the nature of the species. Hmm. It's just crazy. Right. Yeah. So the warning for today is try not to get crazy ants. Let's move on to uh, one that I see all the time. I hate these things. Judy's on the line in uh, Columbus, and she has silverfish. Does everyone know what that is? A silverfish is it's, it's a Java shaking his head. No, if you look it up online, a fish. it's a creepy looking little bug. Right. I mean, and it's kind of elongated. It looks like it has antennas on its rear end instead yeah. of its front. It's just this weird looking bug. Well, silverfish. Uh, J- Judy, are you with uh, us? Yeah. So what's going on with silverfish where you are? Well, they're in my closet, I guess. They're eating on my sweaters i'll pick up a sweater and it'll have a little hole in it and uh, i've seen evidence of the silverfish and i don't know how to get rid of them <laughs> well blowtorch yeah <laughs> uh, okay you can you can get um uh you can go online to a, a place called a website called do it yourself pest and look up a uh a vapona strip it's uh, usually called uh a flyaway or something of that nature, and it's a vapona strip. And what you can do is you put it in your closet. You hang in your closet, but you can't go inside that closet for at least three days, okay? You just leave it closed. It gets closed. You need out. It, it kills every insect in that closet, okay? Uh, or you can use boractin and put it and dust it along your floors. They'll pick that up also, but uh, the vapona strips do very well. What was the name of that website again? It's do-it-yourself pest. Do-it-yourself pest. Right. You can pretty much buy whatever you need on that. How did uh, I not know about this before today? <laughs> we try toxic. to keep it under. We right, try right. not tell everybody. John didn't want me to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, okay. Judy, That's that should help. 
Thanks so Do much. Do not go in that closet for three days now. Right. <laughs> Once you put the vape owner strip out, it just, right. it just that's what we just keep it closed. It keeps all the fumes in there. All right. Appreciate it, Judy. Wow. Let's move along. We've got termite problems, John. Betty is in Canton. What's going on, Betty? Hey. Uh, well, I did discover termites in a, a closet and uh, had the house treated. Uh, they dig the trench all the way around the house and did the treatment and the grout and all that. So I'm hoping that's. And then they come back, they said, in a year. Uh-huh. But uh, he said, he suggested that I have a certified contractor check the studs in that closet because we don't know how much damage they've done mm-hmm. behind the sheetrock. Right. So how do, how do I get somebody to come for a job like that? You know, they just don't want to come for little things. Right. Yeah, those and usually I, are done by uh, uh, handy people. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, that would that qualify? It's. It's a matter of when, you, if you decide to sell your house, don't you have to have proof that that you've had it checked or right. something like that? Hang on, we have the we have the sell the house guy here, uh, <laughs> Jeff. Uh, I think she's talking about a termite bond. Yeah, well, yes, ma'am. In most cases, when you sell that house, the 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 buyer and or the mortgage company is going to want evidence that there are no termites. Um, which and it sounds like you've killed the bug. So simply call a um, call a a reputable contractor. Let them come out. They can cut some sheetrock out and and explore the the damages. And hopefully it's it's minor. Trim at the bottom. It's just like paper. You can yes, ma'am. They went through all of that. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I so have no idea. It, it's <laughs> it's simply gonna it's simply gonna be call a contractor. Let them come out and replace the damage. Right. Don't have it. You're not supposed to suggest anybody specifically. No, we can't do that. Uh, yeah, just I would, yeah. I would, I would call a reputable contractor. Right. You know, you also have some contractors that have bore scoping uh, capabilities without having to cut your sheetrock and run a camera in and look in behind it like a home inspector. Oh yeah. man, yeah. yeah, they can do that also. That's a good idea. It. So maybe, maybe that's uh, maybe that's the answer. Maybe you should call a uh, home inspector, right? They and maybe can they that. can do that mm-hmm. job. Okay, uh, I'm sure they'll be glad to take our money. All right, Linda's on the line in uh, in Port Gibson, and uh, and now you're all freaked out about bed bugs, aren't you, Linda? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hard not to be. So, what was your yeah. question? Uh, is there a way, uh, a do-it-yourself way of getting rid of bed bugs and roaches? And, and roaches. Uh, I found out yesterday that. Uh, I had termites. I mean, they're coming up through the, they're eating up through the, through the wood, through the floor. Hey, Linda, before we give this to the pest guy, I'm going to start by saying you probably need a pest guy <laughs> uh, because it sounds like you've got three separate issues there. This war going that, on. That, yeah. Uh, John, what's your suggestion? Well, with the termites, uh, you are you are going to need a, a, a pest control sp- specialist that specializes in termites uh, because it, it is very labor intensive um the others there uh the bed bug situation is very labor intensive itself um but you can get some uh chemicals uh it's called um uh bedlam and things like that or a bed bug spray so aerosol it's made by um alpine and but here's the deal when you do it you have to take all your beds apart, I mean completely apart, turn your mattresses over, spray everything down, take your pictures off the wall, take your curtains down, you got to wash everything, uh, two cycles on the hottest 
setting you have, and you got to dry them on three cycles with 15-minute intervals to let them cool everything in your home, clothes-wise. My so you got to take all the drawers out of your dresser, turn your dresser up down, and spray the whole – got to spray everything, every crack and crevice in your home. And it's that's why people don't understand that it, bed, bed bug work is very – it's kind of expensive because it's labor intensive. It's, it's right. not the fact that the bed bug. It's just once I get once we get through or a professional gets through with it, you know, it's, it's it's we have to go back and inspect and inspect and inspect to make sure that we got everything because mm-hmm. those guys can hide anywhere. Right. So it's very labor intensive. Um, you know, Alpine uh, bed bug spray that works. You need about probably four or five cans. Uh, you put uh, boracin in your in your plugs that helps or delta dust in your help in your plugs no when you say plugs what do you uh i'm sorry your uh your outlets uh your light fixture outlets and your plugs in the wall outlets you take the covers mm-hmm. off and put delta dust or bork or breaking in behind it mm-hmm. uh and it keeps them from hiding in there oh it pushes them in the, out. hang on that, that in the outlet dust. holes oh yeah they they hide everywhere wow I mean, so you need to go in the attic as well um they could uh they can they can go from room to room they they're very Flat. I mean, they can go through cracks that you would not even conceive that they would go through. But yeah, they they hide in behind wallpaper, and they're virtually almost invisible. Well, once they feed, they turn red, mm-hmm. and then they a day later they they turn black because the blood is right. starting to turn. But once they have shed, they go back to like a real kind of a tan clear. They're they're pretty hard to see. This is a lot of knowledge, John. How do you sleep at night, man? How do you not keep them? I mean, how do you keep them from coming home with you? Honestly, my wife, I have, I have a, yeah. I have an area oh, a that detox I strip room. down. Okay, and then I take a strip down. It goes in a bag. And I take a shower immediately, and it goes straight into the washing machine through three cycles. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. wow, that's amazing. All right, let's uh, let's go to uh, Maggie and Flowood, and you've got an ant problem, Maggie. Yes, I do, and I'm not quite sure what to do about it because these are strange little tiny black ants that I like to protect. They're only around the kitchen, uh, mainly around the sink area. They just seem to be coming up uh, from under the sink and between the with, with its, its uh, ceramic tiles on the top, uh-huh. and they're just coming out everywhere. You poor thing. My wife and I fought these for like a month one time. What What is it, John? Well, if it's black, if it's a very, very small, teeny, tiny black ant, it's called a pavement ant. Mm-hmm. And they do it. Huh? I'm sorry. What's it called? Uh, if it's very small, I mean, very tiny, and, it, and it's black, it's usually a, it's called a pavement ant. Okay? Uh, and they invade your home, and they, they, they're very small and minute. Now, if they're black, now, if they're uh, another ant, is kind of a reddish uh, color. It's called a pharaoh ant. And um, they invade your home also. You still need to treat them. You can bait them out. And that's the best way to, once they invade your home, bait is about the only way you're going to be able to get rid of them. And you can get, like I, t- I said earlier, it's called some bait called Advion. You can go to do-it-yourself pest and buy a couple of tubes of it, and you put it in their line of travel. And once you do that, you know, in about two, two to three hours, they're going to disappear. Uh, and oh, if, wow. Yeah, usually you're going to have – it's going once you get them in your home, it's going to take a little bit of a process to – you know, you put just a tad of bait. It's like the size of a pea mm-hmm. in their line of travel. Now, this may take a couple of days, but, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, there's different mounds of ants in your walls of your home. Right. So, you you know, it may take a little bit of time, but it'll get rid of them. And it's it's A-D-V-I-O-N. It's Advion. It's the best stuff on the market All right, right now. 
thanks, Maggie. I uh, hope that works out for you. This is uh, this is this is kind of amazing. John, I'm telling you, I don't know how you got. You have all this information on creepy things. I don't know how you sleep at night, man. I I, I wouldn't imagine. I get in bed just freaked out every day of my life. Now, we have uh, ran across ants on the roof, you know, under the shingles, um, mm-hmm. under the wall flashing and in, in places like that. And it usually because they got a water source. Uh, what type of ants are those that be on the uh, that's on the roof around the leaking areas? Well, you know, it could be now if they're stinging you there. Obviously, they're a form of fire ant. Because yeah, they well, bite. Okay, well, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, fire ant is one of the only ants that will invade a mound. Of non-stinging ants and overtake it and interbreed with them and come up with a different species of fire ant. Uh, okay. So they usually fire ants when you get them on top on the roof, under some flashing or something. They got yes. some moisture or there's some uh, leaves or something. It's mm-hmm. usually a fire ant, uh, and they're coming up from the ground somewhere. Uh, somehow they're getting up, obviously up that wall and getting to that point uh, where you you know you'll have them under the shingles or under yes. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're usually I, I, wherever the leak is. Yeah, it's a water source. John, and we've had you on a, a couple times here, and I find myself creepy watching you speak with my mouth gaping open, going, <laughs> "What?" By the end of the show, everyone is just don't you? I mean, you know, he was just like, "Well, yeah, the fire ants will come in and interbreed with something else, kind of, and make a whole new ant to haunt you in your dreams." So they do. That's that's nice. All right, uh, you know, we're going to take a real quick break. Uh, We'll continue our discussion after the break. What sprays or traps have worked for you? Not worked for you? You guys ever try that Bengal stuff? Oh. That's the good stuff. Call to your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I've been warning you folks that a lot of times during our breaks, or when the real action happens, when they're when you hear those uh, announcements, and uh, John was just telling us a horrifying Halloween story about a snake in a toilet. Is that so? Did you have to go? Get, does that happen? Yeah, is that real? It, it uh, well, not as much now as it used to back in back in the days when most everybody has septic systems. But I mean mm-hmm. septic tanks. But if you got a break in the line, yeah, they can they'll come up through your toilet. I mean, either a water snake or a moxin. Yeah, yeah, wow. they'll come up through your toll into your home okay i Mm, i mm, I, mm. you know as many times at 2 a.m where i can't really see anything and i just go you know (laughs) turn the light on you are ruining (laughs) can you hey all the people live in the country right now are checking their commercials (laughs) right all right let's uh keep on moving oh we you know we've never got a call about this particular critter which i hate daniel is in pontotoc about fleas you with us man yeah i'm here so what's going on with fleas? All right, well, here's what I've got. I've actually sprayed my yard with promethium. I've dusted it with promethium. 
I've gone as far as putting borax around every door crevice and everything else. I've got a yellow lab that's got a greyhound mix with a sensitive skin, and then I've got a Boston Terrier. Well, the Boston Terrier has a tendency to roam, so we put a flea collar on her. I've actually purchased every pill, ointment you can possibly think of to get rid of fleas. I've called every brand I know, and we're still stuck. I mean, the only thing that I've had that's been successful is is an old remedy trick where I actually salted the carpet in my house, which I know sounds crazy. Salt? Salt. And it will kill fleas dead. But the problem is, it does great for the carpet. But as far as my animals, I can't get it off of them. I can't keep them from, I mean, just walking in the backyard, and they still come back in with them covered. I can wash them 10 minutes later. It's like they never disappeared. And I've done everything as far as an IG to kill the uh, eggs and everything. So I'm kind of at a loss right now. John, we have a frustrated customer, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, here's the here's on on fleas. Uh, you, you probably I don't know if you've used the IGR, the ultra ultraside, the IGR sprays, or the uh, Alpine fleet sprays, which do have IGRs built into them. All right, you uh, got you got to define IGRs. Oh, uh, growth regulators that keep them from. Wow. Their, uh, I'm sorry, that's, it's, uh, it's that growth regulators that keeps them from hatching. So you know, it, it stunts their growth, stops them from becoming a oh, adult okay, cool. where they can lay eggs. Okay. Uh, so what what in your yard? Uh, there's a couple things you can do in your yard. And you're gonna have to do all this at one time because if you do them if you just you know do one and wait a week do another it's not it's not going to work so you know along with treating your animals which you've you've already done but you've got to do all this at once once you spray the inside of your house with a uh, aerosol ultracide or alpine with the igr regulator in it uh you spray it down with that spray everything in your home even your wood floors okay or your hard or your concrete floors whatever okay your curtains your everything your bed sheets everything like that okay then you go outside and you could put what they call a tile star granular. It is a it is a pyrethroid, and you could put it on your yard, and it's about one bag to a quarter acre. But once you get it on your yard, you come back with what they call a wettable powder, and you put on top of that. Okay, in seven days, you're gonna to have to respray the outside, not the inside, the but you're gonna to have to respray the outside. And once you do all this, you're gonna to have to treat the dogs for fleas. Okay. Because not just your dogs have fleas, you have squirrels and everything else. You got squirrels that got fleas. You have rats that have fleas that are around your homes. So, uh, but these things that are staying in the yard, like the tile star, it stays down about six months. And once a flea drops off, it will kill the flea that once hits the ground. But we got to kill what's there first. Okay. But the wettable powder on top of the tile star is granulated. Uh, will work you can go like i said i've been talking about do it yourself yeah, you can buy it? these for yourself uh-huh. in limited quantities to do work at your home okay now most of this stuff is sold through chemical companies to uh license holders but for your home you can get this offline okay and it, uh, you said what is that website again it's do it yourself pest do it yourself pest that's yeah. the coolest okay. thing one more thing. Now, one well, thing about the inside, this is kind of why I tried that old trick with the salt. Now, like I said, I know it sounds crazy, but it actually worked. But what do you do if you – see, I have an 18-month-old son, and we have three girls, which they're all above the age of seven. But that's my concern because, I mean, he runs around on the carpet and everything else, and it's not really the option to kind of, hey, we leave the house for a couple of days and come back. So with that aerosol, is that something that I can spray down, leave the house for, say, five or six hours and come back with? Yeah, well, the aerosol, uh, what you do is, and I, I should have suggested that earlier, you're, you're going to have to be out of the home because it does right. carry odor. So once you you hold it about 18 inches off of top of whatever you're spraying, the carpet or the floor <laughs> or your or your, 
your couch and you put it on there, you let it dry for about an hour, okay? Then okay. while you're gone, you come back for everybody and you vacuum everything, okay? You vacuum okay. all your carpets and you vacuum if you got uh, uh, your like couches. Curtains and stuff. Yeah, you, yeah. You, or you can wash them, mm-hmm. okay? But yeah, but once it's settled, he, he's he's going to be, it's going to be okay, okay? You can, if you have hardwood floors, you need to light mop them with, with water, okay? So. All right. Uh, appreciate it. Hope that uh, helps out. We got a couple more calls coming in, and uh, I, I've been waiting for a couple of these calls, but we're still working on some ants in Van Cleve right now with uh, Dan. Dan, are you with us, man? I'm with you. So, what kind of ants do you have? Uh, I've got a complete consortium of different kinds of ants. I live on Little Bluff Creek, which is an ancient aquifer that runs to Bluff Creek that runs to the Pascagoula River Basin. Mm hmm. And I live right on this swamp, literally on top of it. You can jump out my back window and land on an alligator. Mm. Okay? So a friend of mine who's like 89 years old, I was at the food store, and he said, you got problems with ants? I said, yeah, I brought home a couple of those sugar-coated uh, turnovers and left them in a bag on top of my filing cabinet. And the next morning, you know, there was a whole army of ants coming up there. He goes, oh, that's no problem. Just take the bag outside and come back to that spot and spray it down with vinegar. I said, just vinegar? straight up vinegar. He said, yeah, straight up vinegar. So I sprayed I sprayed the top of the filing cabinet down the side of the filing cabinet where I saw them coming up, down around the base of the filing cabinet, and I've never seen another one since. Wow. Have you have you heard of that, John, uh, The uh, a vinegar trick for ants? Well, what vinegar does, uh, you know, all ants, they send out uh, scouts. Uh-huh. And they leave a trail to wherever food source right. there is. You know, people use vinegar, pine salt, whatever, to, to clear that pheromone trail. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, what, what it sounds like what you've done is just cleared the pheromone trail. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, vinegar is does have a, a, a slight repellent to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, usually the vinegar is what people usually clean up, uh, you know, pheromone trail. And, you you know, you have to do it every so often, but it'll, it'll right. once you get that pheromone trail gone, <clears throat> they're not going to come back yeah. to that area. Plus, it's fun to occasionally use vinegar because it makes your house smell like Easter morning. So. Yeah, am I still there? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, doorways, I only have one window that's open to the highway. I'm right on Highway 57. In that window, I spray the vinegar along the door, the window casing around the window, and I've never seen an ant coming through there ever since, okay? And the other thing that your person was talking about, which is fleas, uh-huh. I think I made this comment before in the past. We're the carrier for fleas coming in our house most of the time. Okay, people that don't have animals inside, uh-huh. they jump on you when you walk through them. So the trick is to keep them from jumping on, and once they're on, get them to jump off. So you take a mixture of medicinal turpentine, which you can buy at Fred's Dollar Store, Walgreens. Ooh. Uh-huh. Walmart, it's real inexpensive. It's like two dollars for an eight ounce bottle, and you dilute it about twenty to one. I take it in the morning when I get ready to leave the house. I spray it on the pant legs of my pants or on my legs, and I go out. When I come back in, I grab another spray bottle that I have an old Windex bottle. Mm-hmm. I spray it on myself before I walk in, and I don't have any fleas in my house. I've been living in this house eighteen years, and I've got three big dogs. And I don't have any problem with the fleas. Yeah, um, that's nice. I, I, that's 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 a, a way to go if you want to do that. And and vinegar obviously is cheap. All the things that you're talking about was cheap. But 
All right, let's uh, let's keep moving on. And I've been waiting for this call too. Have not heard anything about cockroaches. So uh, you with us, Kelly, in Gulfport? Yes. So you've got cockroaches? I have like three different types of cockroaches. You have water bugs. I don't know. <laughs> like I get the big ones that fly. Yep, really in the water bugs. Yeah. And then I get the little small ones that just steadily crawl all over the place. And then I get these other ones with kind of like content. Okay. And they spray my apartment, and I still get these bugs, and I get three different kinds of bugs. So is there any, and I'm cleaning a very, very clean, meticulous. Well, so is there something I can do? This is three types. Did you say one of them was a small, light-colored one? Yes. Yeah, oh, good Lord. I think someone mm. said they were German. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, move out. <laughs> yeah. Infestation. <laughs> um well, you know the German the German cockroaches they do live amongst humans and you know they live in your kitchen and you know when you turn on the lights they go everywhere and scatter. Um, what you know you could do for for yourself uh, usually if you've got a a, a hard infestation it's, it's probably going to be something that a a, a pest control specialist may need to look at. But if it's not too bad, you can do uh, combat bait gel, avion bait gel, and then put bor or boractin in your plug. Take your covers off, put it in your plugs. Put boractin in your microwave motors in your in your stove uh, around behind your stove. Blow it real lightly. Put it in your motor of your refrigerator, uh, and you're gonna have to do these things about every week for about a month. Okay, uh, and this baiting and this it's kind of a process. You can also just get a can of regular fly spray, mm-hmm. uh, Bengal fly spray, and just hold it about two feet away from your motor of your refrigerator. Spray it up in there, and whatever's in there is gonna come out. Um, you know, if, if, if it's, whether it's a spider, whether it's cockroach, just coming out because it's got a pyrethrin in it. Um, but you're going to have to stay on top of that. Now, as far as the larger ones that come from outside, uh, you can get max force, uh, granular insect bait and sprinkle it outside real lightly. Uh, they'll eat it and they'll be gone in about 24 hours. It takes very short period of time to get rid of the big ones from outside. There you go, Kelly. Hope that helps out. Um, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, but Philip, I know you've been on the line for a while. Don't go anywhere because everybody wants to hear your comment about squirrels in the attic. So don't, don't go anywhere. We'll continue our discussion after the break. What bugs or pests are you having trouble with? No one's brought us a critter problem yet. So uh, looking forward to hearing that about the squirrels. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is John Abel of Abel's Premier Pests. You can join the conversation by calling 877-MPB-RING during the break. We talk about my poor daughter last week got stung by about 30 yellow jackets when she just stepped on the wrong patch of grass. And it was it was an emergency moment uh, because of how many bees. She's 13. 
So, you know, swole up like a tomato. Man. But yeah, anyway. it's scary. I know. Yeah. So I, I wanted to talk to this guy. Philip is on the line in Spanish Fort having a tr- having troubles with squirrels in the attic. How are you doing, Philip? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've got uh, squirrels. They've eaten through the vinyl under my soffit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and it's just, uh, you know, like a Mardi Gras parade going in and out of there. <laughs> So, um, what have you tried so far? Anything? Uh, no. Okay, John. Well, you know, you've got a couple of options. You can get your small squirrel live trap and put some peanut butter in there and, and live trap them. But the easiest thing to do is get you some hardware cloth, uh, which is a little metal sheeting you can get from uh, Ace Hardware or anything. It's a... Uh, uh, and you can take it now in the mornings, uh, your squirrels are going to leave your attic, probably seven thirty, eight o'clock, and they're going to stay out of your attic till probably four o'clock this afternoon. So they're out most of the day. They're not in their attic cause they're out feeding and, and first one thing or another. So while they're out, uh, the easiest thing to do is get a ladder, climb up there and clever up the hole. Okay. And while they're outside, they can't get back in your home. Now that's not to say that you can't have, don't have to be vigil cause you'll, they'll start possibly chewing and gnawing somewhere else because they want a place to stay for the winter that's warm. So you got to make sure that they're out when you plug that hole. Otherwise, a little squirrel just dies in your house. Well, thing, not necessarily that. No. But if you, if, you, if you close one of them in your attic, mm-hmm. he's not going to be in there very long. Oh, he'll really? be inside your house for long. He's he'll, coming he'll, out. Oh, yeah, he's, he's coming, coming out. out. <laughs> he'll chew his way out. He'll, okay. But the thing about it is, in the morning times, they, they leave. I'm not going to say without exception because there are always some exceptions. But through my experience, around 7, 30, 8 o'clock, they're gone. They leave to out to go feed during huh. the day because in the attic, as y'all know, you guys know, it gets to up to 140, 145 degrees. Right. Yeah. They can't survive just like you can. Right. So they leave out of the attic during the hottest part of the days to feed. So mm-hmm. about, from about eight to about four in the afternoon, then they'll come back and they spend the night up there. <laughs> so, you know, that's their little hotel room. Now, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you, you know, pay rent. If you don't <laughs> do that. A pellet gun works that, nice. that was my dad's thing was <laughs> sure. the pellet gun. I was like, yeah. Dad, you don't have enough pellets. Uh, they, they oh just yeah, no, keep we making can, squirrels. We, yeah, oh, we can get plenty of pellets. <laughs> now, John, I, I want to ask one question on the squirrel, right, right quick. Have you ever had any experience with fox urine? Uh, they that do, it it does work for a short term. Okay, because uh, what they do, they'll smell it, and they'll avoid it, uh-huh. but it's short term fix. I got you. You know, okay. uh, you, if you're looking for a long term fix, but yeah, fox urine uh, that that does away with they'll they'll deviate from that area that's why maybe you're in a situation to have to buy something else's urine i'm you know it's what? not the, the, the liquid it. form yeah. oh yeah it's liquid, liquid. Oh, okay good. yeah it's liquid they got sure repellent in the powder form too we ordered off the uh, in the oh, oh, okay all right so let's go real quick to uh i appreciate that philip uh this i love saying this name this is like the best name in mississippi to say katrina is an uh and you've got some mice do you well uh last maybe two weeks ago when it got real cool one night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sitting at the kitchen table the next morning drinking my coffee before getting ready for work and I thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye and I looked and it was a little mouse. Mm-hmm. And what do I do to get rid of them? I've heard if you put decon in, they'll go in your walls and die and stink your house up. You got a cat? No, I don't have a cat. That'll do it. Okay. <laughs> John, you go ahead. Uh, well, you know, you've got a few options. Uh, you know, uh, what people don't fail to realize that uh, around your home at any given time, there are rodents moving around outside. You know, there always are. 
but you got to make sure your house is sealed very well. But since you do have one on the inside, you can go and do the the baiting thing. And and you, I, you know, there's nothing that out there that that will kill them. That make sure they'll die outside. So that's possible they could die inside. You will have a a problem with odor for a while. But snap traps or glue boards is probably your best bet. More than likely, glue boards. Uh, you can pick them up from Walmart. And what you need to do is you put them in the area of travel where you've seen them and you put them completely right up against the wall. You don't put them out in the middle of the floor, but completely up against the wall. And as they travel the wall, they'll get stuck on the glue board and then you can just fold it up, step on it and throw it in the trash. Wow. Thank you so much, Katrina. I hope that helps out. All right, um, yes, ma'am. All right. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Michelle McAdoo. All right, there we go. All right, for Del Moore, Jeff Sammons, and John Abel of Abel's Premier Pest, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo. And join us next Wednesday at 9, or if you're listening, next Saturday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.